How are you all doing this morning? Amen. Amen. All right. So, as usual, we have to do reflection from last week. Who will go first? Microphone, please. Take your glory, King, take your glory, King of kings, Amen. So Sunday school, Garden of Knowledge. Our Sunday school is the Garden of Knowledge. Who will go first with reflection from last week, please? Reflection from last week. Thank you. So what I learned from Last Sunday school is that knowledge is to know and to discover, and equals about discipline and education. And basically, when it comes to knowledge and as discovering, it is knowing all levels of education. And a part of knowledge is wisdom, and wisdom is to know how to use knowledge. So knowing what to help yourself and wisdom takes you to the realm of application because you have to learn you have to learn how to do like certain things especially when it comes to your career because then you're actually applying and using what you are learning and also I learned that 
The Bible cannot protect you unless you read it and apply it to life. So it is very important to read the word and to stay in the word so that you can learn something and so that you can truly apply it in your daily walk with Christ. And I also learned that education is the process of learning, getting knowledge, skills, and the values and morals and other development and also I learned that salvation salvation means correction and salvation becomes effective when your behavior is being corrected because when you're in salvation when you're in Christ you change over time because you're actually defining what the word is saying and you're actually changing like what the Lord is saying to you and what you have to do and at the end I just learned Okay. Last sentence. Well, you said something before then. Oh, I said that I learned that behavior becomes protective when your behavior is being corrected. And then we have to chase after. Next, who else? Amen. Amen.
Shall we just appreciate? Yes. Who else has something to say? Something you've heard that has not been said? Who else? Okay. Everybody's cool. All right. Thank you very much. Yes. That is one thing that we have to realize. You come to church, what do you go home with? What did you come to church to do? What do you intend to achieve when you come to church? You know, it is very, very important that we know why we are in a place. Why are we there? Like we said, and I keep saying, demons don't fear you or me. What the demon fear is what is inside. And what is inside is the knowledge. We come to gather knowledge. That's why the demon said, Paul I know, Peter I know, but who I? So education is not degree. Oh, I have uh, first degree, second degree, third degree, whatever degree. No, education is not about the title that you gather. Education is about the knowledge you gather and how you make use of the knowledge how you apply the knowledge to your day-to-day -day activity, day-to-day -day affair, your relationship, wherever you go, how you hold the knowledge, how you eat the knowledge, how you drink the knowledge, how you use the knowledge to protect your own life, how you use the knowledge to rebuke the devil, okay? The devil doesn't fear you if you don't have knowledge. And I remember a case where this man claims he's a pastor and he was casting out demons. And the demon said, you belong to us. That's a pastor. And the demon said, you belong to us, so you can't cast us out. And everybody was wondering, why is the demon embarrassing the person? Why? You know, <laughs> for a demon to add the person, what is in John 1? A demon. That's a religious demon. Asking the pastor, what is in John 1? And the pastor couldn't say, what does that mean? That means that the demon is aware that the Bible, the, the pastor don't read the Bible. And the pastor has no link with the word of God. And the pastor has no relationship with Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. So he's a deceptive pastor. Deceptive. Big congregation. But has no relationship with the word of God. 
and the demon beat him. All his face was swollen. The demon whipping, beating, giving blows. You are part of us and you are coming to disgrace us. So this is what we have to know. Education is very important. What is education? Sunday school is a place where you don't say, oh, Sunday school is for little children. Huh? Okay, it's for little children. Watch how the devil will whip you for even saying that. Why, even if it's for little children, why do we allow our children to come to Sunday school? Because we don't want them to be controlled by the demons, by the enemy, by satanic authority. We want them to be aware, just like we send them to school. So they will gather knowledge towards the future. I know this man. Everybody was introducing themselves. And he also said he was a doctor. All right. And I asked him, what are you doctor in? He said, oh, I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor. I said, what are you a doctor of? You must be specialized in it, in something. Oh, I'm a doctor. Okay. Then I listened to the way he spoke. His sentences were not correct. If you're a doctor, you have been through different levels of education. And now I'm listening to him. His sentences were not correct. He was fidgeting. It's different from when somebody just stammered or stuttering, all right? But the language was not properly constructed. So I asked him, what school did you go to? I don't have to go to school to become a doctor. Okay, that's the beginning of failure, isn't it? Now, we were exchanging information. He didn't have a car. I said he should write his name. Then I realized, the guy couldn't write his name. The name he mentioned, I'm not familiar with. So I said, you should write it. He said, no, I should write it. I said, okay, spell it. Trouble started. How I want to disgrace him because I know he didn't go to school. Aha! Now he exposed himself. He didn't go to school. How did you get your doctorate? I bought it. This is where we almost realize that because somebody says they have one big title doesn't mean they know what the title is about. Education is a place where you know because God himself said through the apostle uh, the, the, the prophet Hosea, because of lack of knowledge, my people perish. And when you look at it, that same scripture goes on to say many, many ministers call themselves prophets. But he, God, has already rejected them because they have rejected knowledge. When you have Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you don't have knowledge, 
The enemy can bastardize you. The enemy can mess you up. The enemy can frustrate you. So the knowledge of the word of God is very necessary. It's not enough to come to church and clap and shout and scream. While you are shouting and screaming, Satan is sitting in our midst. He's watching what everybody is doing. He's watching how we are responding to the word of God. He's he, he is watching. And when he says what you are doing, he will attack you even before the service ends. As you get to your house, he's waiting for you. You. You claim you are a Christian. Ha! He gives you a slap. And you are disgracing the camp of Satan. Boom! He beats you. Whips you. So, and it is the same thing in the Bible. When that uh, uh, magician was trying to use the name of Jesus, what happened? The demon started beating them. So one thing I would say, the reason we are insisting on the word of God in this ministry, never compare this ministry to another ministry because everybody has an assignment. My assignment is to educate. When the Lord gives me prophecies, he doesn't give me prophecies. Come and say, hey, tapa, papa, papa, pa. you, you are going to buy a car tomorrow. Toto, cha, 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 you, you are going to be very big tomorrow. No, that is a nonsense prophecy. The kind of prophecy God gives in this house is about how to overcome demons. Our deliverance ministry is not a deliverance ministry where we slap people and kick people and dog people. No. It is for you to know the word. Because you have to know the word to stand before the enemy. So, we are told, study. Second Timothy chapter 2. Study to show yourself approved unto God. Approved unto God. Approved unto God. Like a wet man that needs not to be ashamed. Where is your word? Who judges your word? Is your word judged by human beings who don't have knowledge or judged by human beings who are connected to the knowledge of God? We are not talking about degree. We are talking about the degree of the knowledge of God that is inside of you. Out of the belly shall flow rivers of living waters. What are you educated in? I always say, my mom's weep drove out the demons from me. Because when you do anything wrong, as my mother is coming with a weep, she's asking you, what did you study Today, which part of the Bible did you read today that tells you to do what you're doing wrong? My dad don't use the whip. You stand and you recite the Bible from beginning to the end. From morning to night. When he's not satisfied, he gives you a whole notebook. I think it's about uh, 50 pages. 50, 50 leaves. 100 pages. You have to write what the Bible said from morning to night. 
until that book is filled up. By the time you finish, your hand is swollen. Tell me if you will forget to read the word. Tell me if you will forget to apply the word to you. I'm not saying every bad father should be like that. But God knew why he gave, he made sure my parents treated me because today I will also stand like God said of Abraham. I know Abraham. He will command his household after me. I know Abraham. He will command his family and his household after me. You compare me with another person, you are going crazy. Look at me. What am I doing? I am enforcing the word of God because now a lot of people are being destroyed because nobody enforced the word of God in them. You may not like me, but I will obey God. And I will obey God by enforcing that we all need education of the word of God. Why would a demon be tormenting you and me? It's because the word of God is not there. Why will hunger torment you? Because there is no food in your system. You know, the other day, I have tried not to be eaten after six o'clock. And I don't, I don't usually uh, sleep early or I sleep, I wake up and I go and I start studying and doing what I have to do. But you know what? By 1 a.m., hunger will start crying and I'll be fighting. I'll be drinking water. I'll be drinking water and then I can't sleep. What, what do I have to do? And I'll hear a voice say, don't be silly. Get up. Go and eat. But do not eat heavy meals. So I always will either take cereal, all right, or make a cup of tea with crackers, okay? So now I know that if I'm awake up to one o'clock, let me just have a hot drink so that soon as I start sleeping, hunger will not come, bogging my tummy, giving me headache. It's the same thing. When you don't eat the word of God as bread, the demons will see that you are hungry and they will try to feed you with negative thoughts. They'll try to feed you by attacking you with evil. So if you don't get up and take the Bible, it's not enough to pray. Take the Bible and start declaring the word of God. Start declaring because you have been educated to know the truth. Knowledge is power. Wisdom is authority. If you don't have knowledge, you don't have power. If you don't have wisdom, you don't have authority. Where is your wisdom coming from? From the word of God. So every now and then, when we wake up in the morning, the first bread we have to eat is what? The word of God. The bread of life. And what do we call it? Quiet time. Even if, if it's just one verse of the scripture, I do something. When I wake up in the morning, 
I need a verse of scripture to open the door of my life. When I'm going to bed, no matter how tired I am, I need just one verse of scripture to lock my doors and my windows. The spiritual door to my life has to be opened when I wake up in the morning and say, God, thank you for waking me up this morning. If my soul had wandered into any wrong place, I am giving you education. You must hold this education very well. If while I was sleeping, my soul was wandering among people who are not of it, among evil forces, satanic forces and demons, and they were showing me things that I would call revelation, in dreams and everything, Lord, whatever I did wrong that gave the enemy the authority to control my soul while I was sleeping, to control my mind while I was sleeping, to be showing me negative and evil things while I was sleeping. Lord, I repent. I am sorry. Forgive me. Let your blood wash me. Cleanse me, purify me, and give me a new day. Let today be a new beginning in my life. And then I'll commit the day into the hands of the Lord. What I, whatever I need to do today. Guide me over, grace Jehovah, he green through thee. Land. I am weak, but thou art mighty. Hold me with thy powerful hand. Because the first verse I read was to open the gates of the day. Then I pray because I've opened the gates of the day. I've asked the Holy Spirit to guide me, to lead me. Then I study the word of the day. Depending on what I have to do, but usually I need to feed. When I'm eating, I know I spend about 30 to one hour, depending on what I'm eating. And what time of the day I'm here. But for the word of God, at least I have to give it one hour. You may not have that one hour because you have to go to school. Because you have to go to another person's job and you have to get there something. But I'm telling you what my experience is. So that you can have knowledge of how am I able to speak the word of God? How am I able to keep the demons away? 
You know, a lot of times people go for deliverance and I ask them, how many times, how many days? And they fell and they vomit and, and the demons are there. Why? Because the word of God is not there. All things shall pass away, but the word of God shall never pass away. He says, no, I may prophesy. No, I may, you know, and give my body to be burned. But if I don't have the word of God, I am a noisy symbol. Prophecy doesn't change anybody. Otherwise, the Israelites will not be tormented today. And the devil likes to torment the person who says, I know Jesus. So we have to come to a place where we seek knowledge. So Sunday morning, the guiding of knowledge, don't miss it. Don't miss the guiding of knowledge. You can sing and sing and sing and sing and sing. If you don't have knowledge, excuse me. Look at those who sing in the club. Look at those who sing at discos. Look at the people who are the stars of this world. They always die out of drugs. They are always in problem with drugs and all kinds of activities that are ongoing. But when you have the word of God, it's more than money in your hands. The word of God is more than what? Money. And that's the scripture we read last week. Proverbs chapter 7 verse 12. We have to make sure we have knowledge of the word of God. Study. People always ask me, Dr. Pauline, why are you still buying books? And you know the funny thing? Every book I have, that I know is a good book, I have it in twos and threes. One in the office, one in my home, one in my traveling box. Why? Because that person has studied and I love the way they digest the word of God. Just like somebody told me, said, Dr. Polly, I don't know why I have twos of all your books. I said, because you keep buying until the day you sit down to start studying. He said, everywhere I tell, it's your book in my house. He said, but the other books that I buy, I give them away. But I don't know why I can't give yours away. I say, yes, because the Lord wants to sit and study. Study to show yourself approved unto God. So after that one hour of study, then I go into another mood of prayer using the word I have studied like a sponge to change, to, 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 to scrub away any weakness in my body, in my character, in my behavior, in my attitude. And to make sure that if there is any negative or evil thoughts in my mind, let the word of God change it so that my perception will be coming from what the word of God says. 
So when we don't know why we should study the word of God, why we should be in Sunday school, why we should come online for Bible studies on Tuesday, we just say, oh, Dr. Paul is just a talker. All right. What am I talking about? Ask yourself. What am I talking? What am I saying? What is the impact of what I'm saying? What is the meaning of what I'm saying? So we have to get to a place where we understand why we come to church. We don't, there are people that before they go to church, they'll be calling friends. Where are you? Are you at church? What dress are you wearing? If their friend is wearing blue, if they don't have that blue, they might not come to church or they may go to the next door neighbor and borrow a few dress. These are the things that can cause, you see? Then it wasn't so much of the world of cell phone, but cell phone has started. And I went to this conference and uh, the lady with whom I was sharing a room asked me, he said, who are you matching up with today? I said, what's that? He said, whom are you going to wear the same clothes with today? I said, I only have two dresses with which I preach. <laughs> two, cream and white. I said, that's the only two, only two dresses I have. And that is what I wear. And I have to wash it every evening to make sure that they are ready for the morning. And then she started telling me how people will even match up their own days. I said, when do you have time to do that? When you have the Bible to read, you have not read enough. You haven't finished reading the Bible. You've not finished digesting the Bible. You've not finished using the Bible to take a shower of your life. And you are busy thinking of what dress somebody you are marching up with. My dear, the things that lady said, I can't even stand here and say one tenth of it. Then I realized that we, those who are holding on to the Bible, we don't know anything about the world. We don't know. I was so naive with the things she was saying. I didn't have an idea that somebody is going to church and you have to make sure that your friends are in church before you go. And that was a minister. A minister. Beloved, from that day, I decided I better don't have a friend because I don't want anybody to corrupt my mind. What I heard from that lady is too much of a corruption. And when a conference and a speaker, she's a speaker. So what is she going to speak to the people? What is the force that controls her? And that is why I always ask, how do you make decisions? Who is influencing you? What is the force behind you? 
Are you able to refer to the Bible when you are making decisions? If somebody gives you a prophecy, are you able to go into the word of God and say, this prophecy is for this season, it's coming from the word of God, and that's the purpose of God for me. It's not every prophecy that comes from God. It's not every revelation that comes from God. If a revelation does not match up with the word of God, run for your life. Run for your life. I know people who are being deceived because of prophecy they do not do what they are supposed to do. Oh, God says I should not go to school today. Ah, somebody called me and said the Holy Spirit said, hey, he himself will cause you to pass exams. And all those people are failures and disappointments today. Recently, I was talking to a friend. He said, he said, ah, he said, Sister Pauline, you know, when we're all together, everybody thought you were too tough, that your own prophecies are always different from other people's prophecies. He said, we were comparing. We said, of all the people who got the big prophecies, some of them are even no longer in church. They got big prophecies. He said, you don't usually get prophecies, but you always give prophecy, and nobody likes your prophecy because your prophecy is always a warning, a warning, correction, correction, discipline. He said, no matter how sweet the prophecy is, you will add this correction thing and discipline around it because that's what God has called me to do. I can't change the message. Everybody has a message. Everybody has a responsibility. What is your responsibility? Just like we go to school. Everybody knows what they are going to study. Everybody knows what they want to do in this life. I, from the beginning, know that I am called to be a teacher of the word. A prophet teacher. And the evangelistic aspect is making sure souls are warm. You ask somebody, why are you bearing an apostle? They can't even tell you the definition of an apostle. It's just a title. And the person was telling me, you know, out of all the team, when we analyze it, we realize that you are the only progressive person. I said, thank you for using the term progressive. I said, that is the language God uses speaking to me all the time. Progressive. The work of the Holy Spirit is progressive. The wisdom of God is progressive. The knowledge of God is progressive. And that is why this year, when the Lord gave us progressive faithfulness, it means we are going somewhere. So we are here for progressive education. We need knowledge. And Last week, we said, discover your seed. And I pray all of you will discover your seed. Because in the service today, we are all going to declare what seed we have discovered in our lives. Wisdom, the realm of application. We have to pray that God will give us wisdom to know how to use the gift he has given to us. A lot of people have gifts, but they don't know how to use the gifts. 
A lot of people have dreams, but the devil has stolen them away from where they are supposed to be planted. So we need to be very careful to know how to apply wisdom to our gifts, our callings, our behavior. Everybody's called. Everybody's called. Unless God is not your creator and unless God is not your father. Everybody has a calling. Your calling may be to sweep. Don't compare yourself. I went on jury duty and uh, this lady came and sat by the table that I was sitting for lunch. But during the lunch time, I had my devices and I was working. And the lady came and asked if she could sit by me. I said, sure, it's a big table. I said, feel free. My name is not written on the table. The table belongs to everybody. But we just have to be wise how we are sitting. She looked at me quietly. She brought out the cutleries. Eating with a salad with fork and knife. And the food was in a bowl. I said, this woman looked like me. But I'm not going to ask her anything. Wherever she goes, she has a fork and knife and spoon in her bag. She brought it out, spread the table, uh, spread on the side of the table. She spread a napkin on the side of the table she, she was sitting, put her food there, organized herself. I said, wow, this woman is well educated. No matter where she goes, she settles down according to her desire, her expectation, the knowledge she has been given. It doesn't matter whether other people are just eating from the plastic or from the whatever. Everybody was busy eating. But this woman who came to sit by me was a disciplined woman. And she finished eating. She sat down a little bit because the break time was not over. Then another lady came, and the lady wanted to charge her phone where I was sitting. So I said, okay. I said, uh, excuse me, lady, can we dress ourselves so she can sit down and charge her phone? She looked at me. I know she didn't like the idea. I said, we are all wearing masks. Let's say charge her phone because you don't know what her problem may be, and she may have to make a call. So, oh, thank you. Other people wouldn't allow me, and you allowed me. I said, pull a chair, sit down, and charge your phone. In the midst of this, something happened, and I said, listen, America is a marketplace. We all came to the market, and we have to respect one another's business so, lady, don't worry. Just be confident. I said, where do you originate from? I said, you look like a British lady. She said, I've never gone to such a place. I said, the way you consciously sat down, prepared yourself for your lunch. 
I said, I admire it. That is what I like. I like people to, to, to apply their education wherever they go. She said, yes, that is how we were trained up. That anytime we want to eat, we must dress up the place. I said, yes. I said, that is how I was also trained. Anywhere you are, dress up your place. Make yourself comfortable and presentable. Ask excuse if people will not be comfortable with you. Just say, please permit me because I want to do my stuff. Nobody will say no to you. I don't say no to people. No matter what you're going to do, even if I know you are lying, I will not say no. Unless I feel an instinct to query you deeper. I'd rather keep quiet. Because when I talk and you talk and you say, the Holy Spirit says, ah, ah, the dead spirit of your mother or your father or the spirit that controls your family is speaking. I am not going to argue against your Holy Spirit. So when we know education as knowing the truth, working with the truth, nobody will steal knowledge from you. Nobody will mess up wisdom from you. Nobody will query your level of education. It doesn't matter whether you are kindergarten or elementary or middle school. All I want us to know today is that we need education to fight the enemy. We need the knowledge of the word of God to subdue the enemy. We need the wisdom from the word of God to bastardize satanic intruders and invaders in our lives. So that when correction is coming towards us, we look at correction with an open eye. Is this correction coming from the word of God? Or this correction is meant to frustrate your destiny? Let us respect education that comes with correction. Let us respect the prophetic word that carries correction and strengthen that education. Let us know the impacts of coming to church, the impact of participating in Sunday school, writing your notes, because the devil doesn't fear anything that has no connotation and connection with the word of God. He doesn't fear. He doesn't respect. You know, sometimes I stand in a place, two or three people pass by, and all of them are greeting. Even those on their cell phone stop to greet. And I would say, what did these people see in me that all of them passing by are greeting? What you don't realize is when you are carrying the word of God in you, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And that is how the devil fears you. That is how demons will fear you. That is how 
you find out that the light of Jehovah God is shining on you because you ate the word of God for breakfast, for lunch, and for dinner. Let us be conscious of spiritual education and let us be involved in learning. Don't blush against that because the demons can be very, very interesting. Be strong. Hold fast to the word of God. Fear the Lord. Love the Lord. Let the spirit of God cause every need to bow. And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord wherever you go, wherever you stand, and your life will never be the same again. Amen? So what I practically did today is to resonate on what we did last week. Okay? Any question? I know some of you were not here last week because of the snow and whatnot, but any question? All right. Everybody is good. Let's bow down our heads. We'll do reflection in the service. Everybody, pray for yourself. That's Knowledge should become something that you hold on to. It's wealth. Knowledge is wealth. It's prosperity. Knowledge makes you richer and better in many ways. Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verse 12. Wisdom protects us just as money protects us. But the advantage of wisdom is that it gives life to those who have it. And the King James Version says, for wisdom is a defense and money is a defense. But the excellency of knowledge is that wisdom giveth life to them that have it. That today you receive wisdom like money. You receive wisdom as a protection against evil. You receive wisdom as a guide that will direct you, that will deliver you from evil. Wisdom protects us just as money protects us. But the advantage of wisdom is that it gives life to those who have it. Everybody say after me, Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 12. Wisdom protects us just as money protects us. But the advantage of wisdom is that it gives light to those who have it. Wisdom protects us just as money protects us. But the advantage of wisdom is that it gives us life, it gives life to those who have it. Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 12. Who will be able to say it without looking at your device or your note? Pardon? <laughs> oh. 
Okay, oh, close your eyes. Close your eyes and say it. I know I owe some people some candy, so they are looking at my face. <laughs> Don't worry. I will, I will still get you. Today I have apples. So if you want my apple, close your eyes and say it. <laughs> Yes, yes. Say the one I say. <laughs> you see, she still won that candy from last week, but she can't get the apple for today. <laughs> Close your eyes and say it. <laughs> Can somebody take the photograph and make sure? <laughs> Who else? Who else will try it? Close your eyes and say it. Who else? Everybody's afraid. <laughs> you tried, but you have you haven't gotten it all. Who else to try? Who else to try? <laughs> okay, I'll give you a second chance. Say after me. Wisdom protectors. Just as money protectors. But the advantage of wisdom is that it gives life to those who have it. Again, wisdom protects us just as money protects us. But the advantage of wisdom is that it gives life to those who have it. Okay, now who will try? Okay. She wants the apple by all means. <laughs> Who else to try? Who else to try? Me, Dr. Pauline. Oh, my apple is going. My apple is going. <laughs> Who else to try? The last one. Me. Who else to try? Me. Hey, then you fly in school. Come on. They're not eerie. I would like to try Dr. Pauline. All right. Woo! By all means, I should get one. They are in school. <laughs> You have to beat this, this, okay. Why you want to try, okay. <laughs> you tried, okay, who else, who else? Advantage. 
You try, you try. So you get half apple, half apple, half apple. All right. Who else? The last one. Oh, someone on Zoom. Okay, say it. Um, wisdom. Good morning. Wisdom protects morning. us just as money, but the difference is that it gives life to those who has it. Oh, good, good, good. So I'll throw your own apple through the air. <laughs> <laughs> I receive it. <laughs> Who wanted? Somebody was going to say it. Huh? The youth, you are hiding. Okay, they will get ginger. They are not getting apple. <laughs> Amen. All right. So, you know, that is why we need the word of God to guide us, to lead us, and to direct us. Amen. Amen. Father, we thank you and we bless you. We worship and adore you for the knowledge you have given us today. That, Lord, according to your word, wisdom protects us, just as money protects us. But the advantage of wisdom is that it gives life to those who have it. So, Father, today, pour out the spirit of wisdom into us. Equip and empower us with your word of wisdom. That we will excel in life as you gave wisdom to Solomon and he became great. And the whole world came seeking him. So remember us and bless overcomers house and bless all of us to know wisdom, to have wisdom, and to make use of wisdom. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Good morning. Good morning. Amen.